Hello, beautiful souls. We bring you conscious content filled with empowering information. Designed to align you with the fulfilling freedom of activated awareness. I am Rachel Alcyon. And I am Daniel Alcyon. Welcome Welcome to to the Ecstatic Ecstatic Existence Podcast. Podcast. Hello, Conscious Global family. You're joining us for the Ecstatic Existence Podcast, where we interview leaders in alternative health, wellness, and modern spirituality from around the globe. I am Daniel Alcyon. And I'm Rachel Alcyon. And we're very excited to connect with our guest for this episode, Loveness Wesa was born and raised in Zimbabwe. She's a certified soul, mind, body alignment practitioner, a spiritual healer and teacher. She's also a tribal dancer and singer. Loveness has a powerful presence and a great message to share with us today. Welcome to the show, Loveness. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And hello, everyone all around the world. Hello, hello. Love you all. <laughs> so that love that is a key word in your name is very apparent and very present in the way that you show up in the world. I came across you with some of your Facebook videos and right away I was attracted to the level of power and presence that you convey and you really do pour out that love to the people that are watching. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I can only give all the credits for the power that comes out to the divine and to my spiritual teacher and father who has empowered me to be uh, the powerful healer and um, uh, servant that I am today. So we touched on in your intro that you were born and raised in Zimbabwe. And where are you located now? Where are you speaking to us from? I'm speaking from Portland, Oregon. I am your neighbor. Oh, wow. (laughs) Awesome. Beautiful. USA. For those of you that do not know, the Ecstatic Existence podcast, Rachel and I come from the Seattle, Washington area. So Loveness is a short three-hour drive away. That's beautiful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what in the world led you on this path to come from Zimbabwe to Portland, Oregon? Really, um, as every spiritual um, uh, uh, practitioner or everybody in the spiritual journey might agree is that We are all on a journey, knowingly or unknowingly. You know, I didn't want to come to Portland. I resisted coming to the United States, but somehow divine said, no, you have to go there. I met my ex-husband in Zimbabwe. He was on a Fulbright exchange program. He's a Jewish man from Portland. Um, And yeah, so he said, huh? Can we go now? Now that I fell in love, he said, can we move together to the, to America? I said, no, I don't want to go. So it took me a year of rethinking this. And finally, I said, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and then after arriving here, that's when, you know, some about 10 years later, that's when I, I realized why I was meant to come here. Because I was meant to be here so I can be the strongest uh, 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 spiritual healer that I am today due to the people that I've met, especially I can never talk about my healing abilities without talking about my spiritual teacher and father. (laughs) Master Jigang Shah. Yeah, and you come from a very powerful lineage, as a matter of fact. Your 
instructor, your master, was a 373rd generation lineage holder. That's almost incomprehensible. That amount of time and tracking that dates all the way back to Lao Tzu, who wrote the Tao Te Ching, is really amazing. (laughs) Yes, that's that's why I feel it was a divine uh, plan that I come and meet this master. Because as a teenager, you know, I'm from Africa, and as an African girl, you are, we were, my age, we were expected to grow up and do what everybody else do, either be a secretary or a teacher or a nurse and get married and have kids, and that's it. But I went my way. I said, no, I want to do karate. Karate is the same thing that paved my way more further to meet my spiritual teacher who who is so much um, of a master for many martial modalities. That's incredible. So, you know, uh, when we interview people, we come to find that, you know, the path to spirituality isn't always, you know, roses and, you know, completely filled with divine alignment and blissful. And so I know that you have had some, you know, dark nights of the soul and some challenges that that then brought you to this complete surrender to the divine, which is what I so admire in you. When I see you speak, you know, on, on video and on Facebook, I'm just blown away by your centeredness and your groundedness and your faith. Um, and so, yeah, what can you share about your journey? Oh, I'm so humbled by by your words and uh, really honored to to be uh, given such <laughs> words from you. Um, yes, to be fully connected with yourself, um, or I might say I'm not really fully connected because the more I think I am connected, the more I realize I'm really not connected fully yet right. because there's layers and layers and layers of who we truly are. Um, we, what we might think, oh, I'm, I'm totally un, un, enlightened now. I, I know my true self. I'm good. No, there is layers of and layers and layers of that thing that we think we are. So my journey really started at a very, very uh, young age. And I want to thank also my 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 family my my parents my my whole entire village because we i grew up in a, a family of spirituality but it was never discussed with kids it was only adult stuff it's sacred information and wisdom and all the practices is too sacred to be just shared out to the kids however i was this kid who always asked i never stopped asking so i will ask something you know adults are talking to spirit or the spirit comes and the spirit sings. The spirit is dancing. The spirit is singing a good song. And when the spirit is not around and I'm talking to my family and I say, hey, can you please teach me that song or that dance? They don't remember it. So that planted uh, something in my in my soul. It's like, what is it that was speaking and they don't know about it? So it's like they were connected deeply such that the mind is not there. And since the mind is not there, it's just a soul-to-soul connection with this spirit. Uh, it has to take somebody else who's listening then on the side to know what was being spoken. The person who was channeling doesn't know. But this, anyway, led me to ask, why this, why not? And during that journey, I, I went through a lot. 
I went through a lot of pain. And as I was, since I was 15, that's when it really started, started searching for my father. That's when the real pain started to kind of, everything started to come to surface. And we call these blockages, soul, heart, mind, and, uh, uh, and, and body blockages. When you start to feel this pain, because there's something that's in, in not in, in alignment. So, which means in this case, my life and my, uh, my whole family life was not complete. So there was no alignment. My father was missing in the, in the pie. So I was like, where is this little pie? Or where a big pie, whatever it was, where is my father? So that's when the journey really started. And I didn't, I didn't know it was a spiritual journey, but it was because the moment I started to get into it, um, there was a lot of things going on, stuff like nose bleeding that was happening when I wake up in the morning, when I walk during the day, when I wash my face, I touch my nose, it's nose bleed. When I go to sleep during the night, it's nose bleed. It was continuous. The moment I started to ask, where is my father? The bleeding started. For, for years and years, I started having these bleedings until my mother got me to my father's homestead. The very day I stabbed a foot there, the bleeding went away until today. All that also sparked some more questions. What is this? Why, what, you know? <laughs> so, and then during all the journey, of course, the, um, there was injuries in the body. So I got really injured in my entire body. Um, the more I opened more into spirit, into wanting to understand what's really there, because I, I am thinking, you know, I'm saying, wait, there's something more to life. I want to find out what this is. The more you want to find, the more, you know, the, you will find big blockages coming your way because we're living in a yin-yang world here. And we, we have all the, the, the light side and the dark side. You know, the other one might be fighting the other and the other one is trying to, to bring peace and love and oneness. And the other one says, no, you cannot do that. So I found myself with knee injury, P ACL tear, PCL tear on the other leg, um, my shoulder ligament tear and surgery, my back and hip uh, injury that left me paralyzed for a month, many more things, um, you know, on top of physical injuries. There was just so much disharmony in many things coming from a poor, poor, poor place in Africa. There's so much. I cannot talk about it now because otherwise we can talk for the whole entire hour just about my 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 painful part of my journey but however i look at all that pain um as a soul nutrients i call it soul nutrients in one of my chapters in my journey to loveness series i call all this pain soul nutrients because without this pain i wouldn't be where i am today i wouldn't appreciate life i wouldn't appreciate love either i wouldn't be really um, appreciating everything I've been given, my entire body to be a dancer. You know, I need these feet. I need my body to be in, in good health. So this really was a teaching to me. It's teaching me that I need to love myself fully. Maybe there was a part of my body that I didn't like. And of course there was. When I look at myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate this part. And that's the word I never use really. Today I'm just using it, but because everybody out there, that's the word they use. I don't like that word. You say it, you become it. You know, we know the law of attraction tells us that. So, yeah, so it was a teaching and I've learned from each and every injury I've gone through because also as somebody who's learning uh, from a high level grandmaster like uh, Master Jigan Shah, I'm understanding deeper 
each and every injury where it came from, because everything we go through has a reason and you can find the answer of where it originated from. It is a past life karmas. And so all that after recognizing the truth of where this pain, this suffering, this injury comes from, it makes you approach life very differently because then you're like, oh, okay, I own this. You know, it's not, you don't have to blame nobody anymore. It's not like, oh my gosh, that person, all oh, these people did that to me. You know, now you, ta- you start to take responsibility. You know, you learn to, to have the responsibility about everything that you, is happening around you because you, it's your responsibility, really. You, 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 you contributed to each and every outcome in your life. Once you come to that understanding, then you can approach life very, in a very swift way and everything starts to just fall in place and you can even learn to start to avoid such things from happening to you. And, and again, in the future, or similar things happening to you in the future. It's all this beautiful spiritual uh, quantum physics, everything together. <laughs> thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, absolutely. The quantum overlapping of everything is really beautiful. And it's an amazing journey that brought you to where you are today. We've talked a lot about the soul. We've mentioned this word soul several times. And that's certainly something that you carry a a big weight in, you know, if anybody sees Loveness, she carries the soul very deeply. And so I'd like to know from you, Loveness, let's start talking about this word and this concept of the soul. What is the soul? How can we attain and harness the power of the soul for our desires and goals? And the wisdom of the soul as well. Wonderful. That's really um, a great question to ask because all of humanity, all they are really, all we are all trying to do here is to arrive at that connection with our soul. Because the truth is, a soul, if I may um, just describe a soul, you know, I personally, I follow the light, uh, uh, the light beings, the light, the wisdom from the light side. Not that I don't acknowledge that there is the dark side. There is the dark side. I acknowledge it because it is here to serve. Every soul is here to serve. So a soul, really, according to the understanding, uh, after meeting my spiritual father, Master Jigangsha, I'm understanding that a soul is a light being. You know, a soul is a light being, and everyone and everything has a soul. And a soul, uh, a tree has a soul, a car has a soul, a cat has a soul, I have a soul. My the money has a soul, computer, everything has a soul. Even a dead log has a soul. And the soul of that thing can speak. It doesn't matter whether it looks like it's a dry thing, like a CD sitting here. It still has a soul. You can speak to the soul of the CD and it can give you the information. The purpose of the soul is to serve. So the reason why they are all here around us, they are here to serve us. It's up to us now to understand the wisdom on how do we connect with the soul of that thing. Right now, I have my my water, uh, a coconut water sitting here. It's here to serve. I can communicate with the coconut water and ask it questions. It can tell me what is it here to do. It's here to serve me. In which way? It can give me even maybe even show me if you use your open third, uh, third eye or, or all other channels because we have lots of spiritual channels that we can use apart from the third eye only. But most of humanity knows about the third eye. 
we have other channels that can give us information that we have in our body. I can ask the soul of this water. So the soul of this water, why are you here? And why do you think it's, it's okay for me to drink you? It might even show me, it break down its own cells and DNA and RNA and, and everything in it that my body needs. And that maybe we agree that it's going to come in this lifetime and, sh and serve me to make me healthy so that I may be a better servant for humanity and all souls. So a soul is a golden light being. In a human body, a soul resides in one of the seven soul houses. The seven soul houses, most people might call them the chakras, which is what people know, but they're slightly not 100% di uh, different, slightly different. Um, the soul, and if you're energizing your first chakra, second, all the way to seventh chakras, you're doing also the job for the, for the, for the soul, soul house, sorry. The soul resides in the soul houses. We call them soul houses, seven of them. So every, uh, most human soul resides below the third soul house. From first, second, or third. Anything above that, somebody is starting to get enlightened. A fully enlightened being, their soul is in the heart. A heart chakra, we call it the message center, or the fourth soul house. Why do we call them the soul houses? Because they house the soul. The higher your soul standing is, the, um, the higher your soul uh, stands in one of the houses. So from... The fourth soul house, which, which is the message center as well as the heart chakra as well, it's mostly the saint level. If you are reaching the saint level, your soul resides there. So you might see that, that it's a little different from, oh, an open heart chakra means my soul resides there. That's that's kind of different. We we have our open hearts opening, opening every day. You know, we're getting a, a, a enlightenment coming in, but it doesn't mean your soul resides there. So that is a soul. A soul of uh, a car looks like a car, but it is a golden light being. So the soul of a tree is going to look like a tree. You know, it might look tiny, small, or big, whatever it is. And um, let me see. I can go on on the soul because it's a vast topic. So I might just want to um, end it, uh, on that part just to describe what a soul is. However, the purpose of this soul is here. To, uh, to serve. <laughs> the soul is here on the purpose of growth. Each and every human being, the physical body came to serve the soul, which is spirit as well. We call it spirit. The physical body came in, in, on, on the planet so that it can help the soul grow. Because our soul came because there is things that were not complete. We didn't finish something, some tasks. And so this body is here to serve the soul so that the soul can grow. And when the soul grows, then it, it, is, it, can, it can serve better. And you can either grow your soul to the extent of going back to oneness. And when you come back to oneness, you, have, you are completing the circle. You can complete the circle of, of reincarnation. So you don't have to reincarnate again. So the body has to assist by being active in in. in, in, in taking care of the body, doing the mantras and meditations and, 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 and all the practical spiritual techniques to grow our soul. And so that's soul wisdom really is 
the soul. The soul is the boss of the heart, mind, and body. So when we understand that the soul is the boss of the heart, mind, and body, then we are really starting to realize soul wisdom. And uh, I cannot talk about soul wisdom without talking about uh, the mind of a meta era and the soul of a meta era. Because then uh, the two are needed, but in many lifetimes, and we're just kind of passing through the mind of a meta era where the mind has been the boss. The mind has been in charge of each and every aspect of our lives all over Mother Earth, which is why we have so much, so much issues going on because our mind thinks at least, I think it's about 50,000 thoughts or two or more. Uh, I can't remember. Is it a day or something like that? A lot of thoughts or it's per minute, something, I can't remember, but our mind thinks many thoughts. So if you then allow the mind to be the leader in every aspect of your life, um, mm -hmm, you're most likely to get it right, or you're most likely to really not get it right. Anyway, there's no right or wrong, but the, what you put in your mind is what you become. So if we understand that wisdom, which is also law of attraction wisdom, what you put in your mind, you become that. So if we can think more than 50,000 thoughts within a, a very short space of time, and every minute we are thinking negative thoughts, then you can imagine what we are manifesting, which is why we have so much uh, hatred all around uh, 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 Mother Earth on, on one another because our mind has been the boss for too long. However, the mind is starting to realize that, oh, Okay, so the soul has, is the boss. So once the mind starts to under to listen to the soul's guidance, everything falls in place. Everything becomes in harmony. We can manifest the truest, purest, blissful life we've ever wanted in every aspect of our life because the soul is very pure. The soul is the purest, purest servant that came here to, to, to also, is here to teach our mind to remember that, no, you are not the boss. But when we do that, we don't teach our mind harshly. We love our mind. So the soul tells the mind. But it goes through. It's, it's a channel. It starts with the soul. The soul passes the mind to the, to the heart. The heart has to pass the message to the, to the mind. And the mind has to pass the message to the body. And then the body has to act. Then that's where manifestation occurs. However, the soul, heart, mind, and body blockages are caused uh, they cause misalignment, which if the soul is sending the message to the heart, then the mind, the minds might say, oh, um, you know what? I'm sorry, you heart and, and, and soul, whatever you are saying, I hear you. But guess what? This guy really did me really wrong. I don't think I'm ready to, 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 to forgive yet. I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to what you are doing. I'm going to revenge. So that's the mind saying no from taking the, 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 um, the directions from the heart and the soul. When we, we, when we ask, uh, our soul says, you know what? Don't go that way. I think you should go that way. And then I say, uh, I think I still want to go that way. And then something says, maybe it's not good to go that way. And then say, I think I still want to go that way. You are going against the soul wisdom and the law of the universe. The law of the universe is you listen to your inner soul because it is speaking and your all your soul wants is for you to do only the good stuff 
So the soul is going to send the message to the heart. If there is a heart and mind blockage, then it's like a, a hose, a water, a, a water hose. If the water hose is blocked, no matter how much you turn the water on, it's not going to, it's going to, it's not going to go through to water the plants. So this is really um, what it is with the soul wisdom. Once we understand that the soul is the boss and the soul always sends good messages. And when we manifest or when we go through the, like my injuries and all this stuff, there was blockages that were going on. Either I was not listening, either my mind was not listening uh, from the boss um, directions. <laughs> maybe I was dancing the dances that were maybe not of, um, of light not of love maybe there were the dances that were really not my soul was saying don't dance that stuff it's not good for you it's not what you came here to dance dance something else and maybe i went and danced something that my soul was telling me not to do and i did it anyway so there is all this wisdom we can go deeper into digging and finding out and my spiritual father and teacher master jigangsha is bringing soul wisdom on mother earth today and it soul wisdom on its own can change lives Miracles are happening every day of my life as I see it, as I use soul wisdom in any aspect of my life from manifestation instead of law of attraction. I mean, it is law of attraction, but instead of going through so much years and difficulties on trying to manifest this thing, you can manifest it just like that. Once you get this wisdom well, you can just manifest it at a, at a blink of an eye. Um, that's how the power of the soul. The soul is very powerful. Thank you so much. And that was long, I know, but <laughs> no, that was incredible. And I, you know, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this is why it's so important to do all of the spiritual practices and take care of the body so that all of the chakras can be open. All of the houses of the soul can be open to be able to receive that wisdom. Um, and, you know, I totally resonate with what you're saying, you know, and this is something that I'm actually have been working with in the last couple of days because I've had a series of tiny injuries, right? Like I bumped my arm and got a bruise and I got a little bit of a steam burn on my finger, but really minor, you know, I, I tripped mm -hmm. on the stairs and I dropped something. And so now I'm like, oh, okay, there's something really big here yes. that, my <laughs> that my body and my soul are trying to notify me of. And so now it's very important for me to go into that place of stillness and quietude to be able to access the wisdom that my soul is trying to bring forth because I don't want it to have to be, you know, something catastrophic where I break my arm, right? Um, I want to get yes. the, I want to get the nuggets of information, um, yeah, you know, and I actually, I just finished uh, Deepak Chopra's book, The Way of the Wizard. And so when we are in alignment with the soul's wisdom, like you're saying, miracles happen and it feels magical. You know, we get these, yes. we get these divine downloads of like, call this person right now. And then you're like, oh, okay, I will. And then it ends up being this whole huge opportunity that opens up. And so what, yeah. he, what he says in this book is that, you know, we're constantly based on our mental environment, putting out uh, you know, information we're putting out with the law of attraction, we're sending things out into the, into the void and then it comes back to us, but it comes, yes. it comes back to us in a way that, uh, maybe enough time passes that we forgot that we ever even put that out there. Right. <laughs> so we forget yeah. that we, we forget that we put out this like negative thing and then it comes back in the form of a tree, maybe falling, but barely missing you. And so we've, <laughs> that's, that's us like, uh, accessing enough of our soul's wisdom to keep us safe and alive and so in the book um you know it's about uh merlin and arthur and their you know their relationship and so every time 
Arthur would get, like, he'd stub his toe or he'd almost cut himself with the axe or, yeah, a tree almost fell on him. Merlin would always be like, oh, yes, that's so good. Congratulations. Good. And so then finally, <laughs> finally, Arthur's like, what the heck? Why are you so excited every time I get hurt? And he said, and then Merlin says, I'm not excited that you got hurt. I'm excited that you have progressed enough that you avoided an injury that could have been even more uh, substantial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing because that's really soul wisdom. And each and every pain that comes, we have to put gratitude into that. Yes. We have to say thank you. We have to say thank you so much. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how painful it is. We, we have to say thank you for this teaching. Thank you for this um, manifestation. Because when you do that, you heal faster. And more wisdom is brought forth. And from that, you can see why it happened or what you need to do to make things even better. And the other thing also with injuries and, and any other things, what I've realized is anger is one of the biggest, uh, um, uh, I cannot say enemy, but um, it manifests something that we don't like in a very quick like that, very fast. Like I will tell an example of my, knee injury, one of my knee injuries, I was coming from one of the festivals. I'm not going to say the names because I know you know it. And um, I was coming from one of the festivals and it was a flop and I was meant to perform there. And I spent the whole weekend in the woods with the kids. So I spent more money than I got. I didn't get anything because I didn't get to perform. The stage didn't even got set up. So I was so angry when I left that place. I was angry for wasting my money and wasting my time. Nothing happened. I didn't see nobody perform. So I was carrying all this thing and going on it in my head. Not loud to anybody, but in my side of myself. So three days right after coming back, I fell in the house, just walking straight like that. I fell down on my knee and tore um, uh, the ligament on the back of the knee. You can imagine, just like walking in the house, that can happen, right? It's like, how do you even, how do you even tear a ligament that's at the back of the knee when you fell on your knee in your house just walking. You were not running. You didn't trip, you know. So, But then when I went to question, to understand, I didn't even question. The answer came like maybe next day I was like, oh, wait, wait. Okay, I know where it came from, from that anger. Anger burns virtue. Anger can kill. You can die from just being angry. So sometimes little things comes after you thought something about, or maybe you, you and your partner, he did something inside you of you. You're like, how oh, they did that to me? You know, when you start to think that, and I'm just a tiny negativity, just a tiny bit, you start getting the burn, or you just fall, or you heard something that didn't treat you right, you started reacting to it, and you, you get the fall, you get the burn, you get the, that kind of stuff. But once you understand as a spiritual being, in the soul journey, you, once you understand this wisdom, then once you start to feel uh, your partner saying something that really touches you in a, not a good way, you're like, and you say, you do a forgiveness practice right, right there. You say, please forgive me. I love you. Uh, and I forgive you. And right away, you do it right away. With a moment, that little uh, bad thought comes in. You, you do, uh, in the Hawaii, they, they do the hoponopono. And um, with my spiritual teacher and father, we call it the, the, the forgiveness practice. It's a little different, but in a simple, fastest way is when you recognize that thing. Even when someone is cutting through, um, when you're driving, they, they drive fast in front of you and you almost use that word that we all you, you used before. You know, 
the whatever word that we can say to someone who's not acting well, instead of saying that, you say, oh, I wonder what got them to do that. And you just look at it in a, and you say, oh, I love you and I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me if I, if I caused you this kind of anger that causes you to do this, you know? And when you do that, you, it doesn't come back to you, it's gone. You just like wiped it away. It's like you saw a fly come here and just were like swap it to the side. And then no injury comes. But when we, we move from the living room where I was talking to my child and my child got me a little angry and I get in the kitchen with that and I'm going to fry, I'm going to get some little burn. It happens so fast sometimes, especially once you are a, 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 um, a, a spiritual being that's in the journey and understanding that you are here to raise your vibration and not to stay in the lower vibration. And that's when it, it happens really fast. And also that's when you, you really have to start to recognize those thoughts when they come and, and act fast on the forgiveness practice right away. Like, please forgive me. I am sorry. And I forgive you. I love you. And just leave it that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the soul often starts communicating with a whisper. And when we don't pay attention, it ends up being a shout, right? And those shouts yes. are the big severe injuries we have, the big calamities that come into our life because we weren't paying attention to all the tiny ones. And so what we're talking about now is this shifting of awareness that we start just becoming aware, like you say, Loveness, you start becoming aware of when these negative feelings come in instead of just running unconsciously with this anger all day long, all week long, all month, all lifetime. You start waking up to it and say, oh, I see it happening. I see what's going on here. I can get down to the root cause of it. I can extinguish this with a forgiveness practice or maybe a meditation or whatever I can so it doesn't run amok in my life, right? Yeah, and so, you know, we're all in lesson here. And so it's like if you want your lessons to be gentle, then you have to listen to the whispers. And that takes a lot of subtlety. That takes a lot of quietude and a lot of subtlety because we live such a busy, busy life that sometimes a little whisper from the soul, especially if you're not tuned in to that voice, is difficult for many people to hear. So this is why we go to meditation. This is why we tune inward. This is why we take on a spiritual practice so we can become more sensitive to the whisper of the soul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because once you start doing the practices, it becomes your daily life. It's like waking. It's like the life we were taught is, you know, because of course, everybody really is living a lie. Really. We didn't know that, but that's what we were taught life is, but we don't think about it. I don't think I need to go. Um, you know, I just want water. I, I want to breathe. I don't think about it. I need to breathe. So once we get really this to be our daily thing and we practice, practice, in a few years, we'll be like, not even thinking about it. A bad thought comes. You don't even think about, oh, do I need to do a practice now? Do I need to ask for forgiveness now? It just comes. Bad thought, oh, forgive me. Bam. It, it, it becomes just an everyday thing and becomes easy. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's the thing with many of our spiritual practices is just with time and with repetition, it becomes another language that we speak. And like you say, you yes. don't even need to think or process it. You just know how to move through and do this. So another level of your presence out in the world that really intrigues me is your tribal dancing and singing. I've seen you share some of your beautiful songs in the videos. And I I remember one video that you did that you were just, you were gardening and you were talking and singing to your garden for the whole video. (laughs) 
And it was wonderful. It was so fantastic because, you know, like you touched on earlier, everything has a soul. And so you were sitting there and talking to and singing to the soul of the garden, to the soul of the plants. And then the, the soul of those plants can wake up and come online and begin to communicate back with you, giving your body all the nourishment it needs. So I would absolutely love, if you are open to it, to share a song with us of your choosing, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about what this message and this energy behind the song is. Okay, I will check really quick because usually um, I have so much. Everything has a soul, like you, we said. Of course, the garden. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just glad you talked about my garden because, as you know, I guess it's sunny there. Today it's sunny in Portland. And so I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to go to the garden. It's time to go talk to my garden. You know, I was just thinking of doing another little video because it's been a while. Because <laughs> it hasn't been sunny. But anyway, so each time I do what I do, I, I check with each soul. So I have souls of many songs, and all I do is I will ask the soul world of uh, to give me the you know dear my all my songs and my soul song channel please open and sh- uh, come forth which one of you wants to serve so they will come forth which one comes first I will talk about that because that's why when I do my live stream I don't even plan what I'm gonna talk about because uh, something flaws sometimes I will be like oh today I wanna talk about plants and i go there and and then something says no no talk about animals don't talk about plants because maybe there's a reason why that soul wants to serve today so let me really tune it's gonna be one second just um let me check which which one song wants to come Um, I think I'll sing Mother Gaia. Mama Gaia, uh, I think says, okay, since you already talked about the garden, how about you, you talk about Mother Earth? <laughs> you know, all the soil, all that, the appreciation of, of the garden, the plant and the soil and all that, what comes from it. Mother Earth nourishes our body. Mother Earth, we cannot survive without her. And when we don't take care of her, talk to her and ask for wisdom from her. We might lose quite a lot and we might um, abuse Mother Earth, just like most humans are doing. Um, I've been there. I've been one of them, you know, trashing everywhere. So um, Mother Gaia wants to uh, share the song called Mother Gaia, Mama Gaia. So this song came as I was hiking. I had just moved in this neighborhood last year. And all through the manifestation of the divine, and I was very, um, I'm very honored to be where, where I am and through all the things that has happened in my life. So when I moved here, it's like divine said, okay, we heard you. We heard your request. You deserve this now so you can rest because uh, apartment life is not a good life with children. After the divorce, I moved to an apartment. So I said, please, divine, uh, my little boy has never lived in a true, in a real house. And I don't want to raise him in apartments for the rest of his life. I need a house. So then I manifested this house, a beautiful uh, two-story building house and all that. And next to the house, my son's school is two blocks. We walk there. It's just two blocks right there. One, two, we are there. And um, so, and then right about three minutes uh, walk, maybe about five minutes walk, it's, it's, it's a Powell Butte, a very beautiful little mountain. Uh, there is deers and beauty there. Once you are up there in five minutes, you are like out in the world, outside of the city. You feel like you're totally just in the middle of Mother Gaia somewhere where there is nothing much. 
no disturbance, just zen, just beautiful. And, you know, so I was, I was, it was, it's a blessing to be where I am right now. So when I was walking there, I started to see deers. This place has wild fruit. You can eat fruit like, wow. You, you can, you, when you go there, just carry your water, really, and, and just be there, <laughs> you know, when, during the, the time when the fruits are ripe, and you just enjoy everything. So then I was like, wow, Mother Earth, you are so beautiful. You are so amazing. And I appreciate the fact that you allowed me to come and be just next to this natural sanctuary right here. So how can I thank you? How can I help you? How can I serve you better? How can I heal you? So about two weeks went by with just those questions. and But in two days, a tune started to come in. The tune says, Mama Gaya, 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 Mama Gaya. So for about a week or two, that tune was going on. That all that's all I had. But at least it was a start. I wasn't thinking, oh, this tune is gonna have it has to become a real many more song. No, I was happy with that. That's all I didn't even ask, really. Inside of my heart, I was just asking, wow, how beautiful. I wish I can do more for Mother Earth. You know, what can I do to to to, to you know? So you ask yourself inside. And so she gave me this tune and I was so happy with it. So one day I go back, I'm walking again. And I started singing this song. I started this singing this song. And then I was like, you know what? It's time to put it, to record this little tune. I like it. So more words started to come in. So I'm, I'm going to sing the whole tune. And then when I got in the studio, this is what came. Now I'm going to sing the whole tune. So when I got in the studio, this part was not there. The beginning of the song was not there. But now enjoy the whole tune, okay? Ah, ooh, 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 Oh, I said, give me some wisdom. 
That's what Mother Gaia gave me. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve in this way. Yeah, wow, thank you. I just was laying back with my eyes closed and letting your your voice and your really incredible sounds and words wash over me. And I, I actually was moved to tears at times, oh. and it's so beautiful. Thank you. I just had the oh, biggest smile you. on my face the whole time. That was really amazing power and a gift that you share with the world. You know, it's a, it's a fearless thing to go forth into the world and, and sing our hearts, you know, to, it shows our soul. We talk about soul and singing shows the soul in a really vulnerable and, and full way that is almost yeah. hard to describe. Oh, I am honored to serve. I am truly honored. Um, yeah, like I said, again, I always give credit to my teacher. I mean, we're talking, as you as you were mentioning, what he embodies. He embodies the, the true master's wisdom. And through just little simple practices of this wisdom, it opens you to deeper into the potentials, the possibilities that we have as a human being. Our soul has all the wisdom. And once we connect with that and we connect with the soul of that which we, we are surrounding ourselves with, that which we surround ourselves with gives back to us. In this case, Mother Earth said, okay, I see your love. I feel your love. So for you to serve me and to help me, just sing the song, sing these words that you are asking for me. She said, I was asking, how can I serve you, serve you better? She says, just put those song words into song. So now I'm asking Mother Gaia in a way of singing. The more I do that, the more I connect with her deeper. 
and the more I do that, the more she shows me what to do to improve my life. I'm talking, I can talk to Mother Gaia if I want to, to remove the blockages that are blocking my financial life. I can talk to Mother Gaia and sing this song when I want to remove blockages that are blocking my relationship with whoever or whatever. And it, 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 she clears because Mother Earth carries higher, higher frequency and vibration, which is why she's able to accommodate 7.8 or whatever billion people on Mother Earth. Her vibration is high. So she has the wisdom of thousands and thousands and thousands of lifetimes. The more we connect with her and ask her, she can show us. All she wanted is for me to sing a song that can make me feel happy. Because when I'm happy, my mother, Mother Gaia, is happy. And when Mother Gaia is happy, then she's able to provide even better to me and everyone else. And when I sing this song, it doesn't only serve Mother Earth, it serves the children of Mother Earth as well. Every, every soul on Mother Earth, including humans, animals, plants, waterways, rivers, and every, every being, every soul that resides on Mother Earth gets the vibration of this song and, it, you know, they, they start to... To, to have this positive and high vibration that radiates all around everything and everyone. Well, and you know, when we bring things forth from soul wisdom, from the divine, it's so much more potent and powerful and profound. Uh, and the healing is really immeasurable. You know, it's like when we create from the mind, um, it, it's not as impactful, you know, there's more forcing and mm -hmm. more stress involved, you know, but this beautiful mm -hmm. creation that you brought forward um, with the co-creative help of Mama Gaia, I mean, it, it has touched me deeply on a soul level. And so, oh. so thank you. You know, it's really inspiring. You know, um, Daniel and I have been really getting the message and the call to, to step out into nature more and be with, with the mother more. Um, and we've been incorporating mm -hmm. that in a more diligent way into our daily practices. And I'm really feeling the healing. And so, you know, thank you for inviting me through this to take it even a step farther and connect in with my uh, ancient lineage roots of being able to access the wisdom of this beautiful planet that we live on, you know? <laughs> oh. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Um, I just, I like what you do as a couple. You know, I started talking to you before you talked to me, I was like, because, you know, soul knows, soul wisdom, soul, soul to soul, soul sees soul, soul sees soul, and we do soul communication, whether we know it or not, our souls are communicating because there's a reason why we are connecting in this lifetime, you and I, you know, we've been something together in some past life, when we're not going to go into that, but your togetherness, I don't know the other part, which you two knows, but I see that these are humans who are trying their bestest to be in one with, um, with, with each other and with whatever you guys do. You're trying, you're doing, just like everybody, we're all doing, trying our best to bring the best out of uh, what, what we want. You know, you keep trying until things work. So I do, you see you guys doing yogas. I think you do acro yoga together or stuff like that. And it's just beautiful things to see, to watch and, you're, I think I'm inspirational to other people in couples. I'm single myself, but I, why wouldn't I want a, a, a friend that does the same things I do, that loves the same things I love, and we do all that kind of stuff together? That's very inspirational. And thank you so much for allowing the opportunity to, uh, to serve with you in this way. Oh, yeah. It feels so good. There's a real resonance here. I love your voice, your message, your, your strong... Uh, what do I want to say? Your strong 
example of a powerful woman in the world. And I would love to have you share where our listeners can connect with you further to learn more about what you're up to and follow your beautiful songs and voice and wisdom out in the world. Oh, thank you so much for allowing that that opportunity to share um, my connection with uh, humanity. Um, Like everybody else, we are in a work in progress. You know, I've been in the performing arts more than connecting, uh, more than uh, focusing on spirituality, even though I was healing as I was on stage. I wasn't really empowered as I am today. You'll find that my website is, is 10 years old. It hasn't been touched in many years. It still communicates loveness 10 years ago, but it still has my spirituality in there. So you can also connect deeply with me um, through my website, www.lovenessparadise.com. And in there, you can explore and see other Facebook pages from there. So it's www.lovenessparadise.com. Or... Uh, another best way to touch, get a hold of me is also Facebook because I'm on Facebook Live um, almost every day. <laughs> so Loveness Westa is my Facebook page. Um, and then from there, you can explore and find out. I have a, a TV page, which I'm not, I'm not on top of my things really because I just want to serve out there. I don't want to be sitting on the computer. <laughs> so if there's anyone listening out there, hey, I need help with uh, <laughs> office work. <laughs> So, yeah, Loveness Westa is my Facebook page where you can get a hold of me very fast. I do my business on, on, on Facebook. And I also offer uh, soul healing um, uh, uh, services, you know, because we believe that we heal at the soul level first. Then healing and transformation of any aspect of life follows. Like, for example, if I want to heal a relationship that's broken, I will heal the soul of the relationship first. Then the human's they start to feel, oh, wow, they're loving one another now. Oh, wow, why is it I'm loving him better than I did yesterday? And it, it, it's just all the soul wisdom. We don't heal uh, on uh, from the top, from the outside. We heal from the inside, but there is the deeper way of healing the soul. You know, there is many steps, not in many steps. It's the easy steps. So I just want humanity to know that I do that as well using lots of um, high frequency and vibration modalities. Some of them are the downloads that have been given uh, through my, my spiritual grandmaster and uh, from directly from the divine and into my body, which is um, what is allowing me to connect so deeply with what I, um, I, I want to connect with. So there is those uh, uh, ways of connecting with me, Facebook, uh, yeah, that, that, that's it. <laughs> and so if you're listening, get out there, check out Loveness's Facebook page, because like she said, she has a real great Facebook live presence and the energy that's built up in her live talks is outstanding. There's a great level of connection between the viewers and she has really good feedback as it's happening too with everybody watching. So check that out for sure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I am Rachel Alcian. You can find me on Facebook as well. I love to connect there. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, and I have a website, rachelalcian.com. I would love to be of service to you. You know, we can go as deep as you would like. I'm available for that. So all different healing modalities and one-on-one sessions, whatever you need, I'm here for you. Yeah, she sure is. I'm Daniel Alcian. 
you guys um i wanted to say also as a performer i'm starting to do solo performances because if you look at my page you'll see that i have a band sometimes i have a 10 piece band sometimes there is only eight people sometimes six but i'm i'm really as we are going in the spiritual journey you'll find that you have to walk the journey you have to walk it yourself you can walk it with others but you have to do the footwork so i'm getting on solo performances and any listener out there I'm open to any invitations to your places. It doesn't matter. I want that soul-to-soul uh, uh, -soul connection, human-to-human -human connection, not the big stages only. I do big stages, but I, I am now really thirsty for um, very close, close personal um, um, uh, closeness, small places, venues, studios, home, you know, and just make a real uh, connection. So I'm open to anybody who wants me to come to their places to offer my performances, singing and speaking and healing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys. Oh, thank you. I am Daniel Assian. You can reach out to me, daniel at ecstaticexistence.com is the best email to get me. Make sure to check out the website ecstaticexistence.com and also the Ecstatic Existence Facebook page. The Facebook page keeps you up to date on all the latest podcast releases, uh, some of the inspirational and spiritual focused videos that we produce, and all the other goodness in the ecstatic existence world. I am also available to work with you on a one-on-one -on -one basis. This can look many different ways. I love to start with a self-discovery session where you really get to the core matters of your soul on an individual level, both your roadblocks and your strengths. And we really highlight the strengths and then find ways to work around and blow through those roadblocks together. This can be done from anywhere in the world. I love to connect via Skype for that. I also love to offer life activation sessions, which are an in-person session. This has to be in-person. If you're in the Seattle area or plan to be traveling there, reach out. I'd love to connect with you there and really empower your life. This podcast you're listening to, the Ecstatic Existence podcast, is dependent on you, the listeners. So keep your feedback coming. Let us know what you're feeling and thinking about Loveness, about any of the other fantastic guests we've had. And you can always make a contribution to our Patreon campaign. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thank you so much to Patreon for providing this service. It really helps creators get their message out with a crowdsourced funding. So the funding really comes from the people that consume the media, that listen to the show. So we're entirely grateful to our donors. Thank you so much. It really makes it a little easier to host, post, and promote the show. And... We plan on keeping it going for you, so stay tuned for much more from the Ecstatic Existence Podcast. We love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mama,